0: To Music, Hope, Word, and Prayer, a podcast of rich music, hopeful prayer, and inspiring meditations with East Brentwood Presbyterian Church, a community church in the greater metropolitan area of Nashville, Tennessee. We are a faith community made up of a loving, welcoming family of believers in honest conversation with God. We seek to emulate the ministry of Jesus through compassionate service with stimulating and relevant exploration of God's Word, and by sharing that Word and God's many blessings with our neighbors in Middle Tennessee and around the world.
1: Hello and welcome to Music, Word, Hope, and Prayer. We're back with you in the new year of 2024. And let me go ahead and lead off with the question, what habit or practice or ritual would you most like to establish in this new year? That was a question uh that uh, I asked when we gathered on December the 31st which is New Year's Eve for a uh, service that day and today's podcast is being recorded uh, a mere 3 days into the new year and maybe you're already uh you already have your list of aspirations for what we might say a new beginning or a new you in 2024 but uh we hope you will still find what we have to say in this episode of help and if you haven't given much thought uh to some practices or habits that you like to think about in 2024, this is the podcast for you. Hey, Nate, let's start with you. How would you answer this question? What habit, practice, ritual would you most like to establish this year?
2: You know, that's a a tough one. I'm going to try out some different things, I think. I actually have behind the computer, I have my beet juice. I'm, I'm trying to drink a Eight ounces of beet juice every day, so we'll see how that goes. I did my first nice. day yesterday. but um, Well I'm also,
1: done. What, what, yeah. you, you're one day in?
2: One day into oh, the beet good. juice. Mm-hmm. I'll have my second dose here when we're done with the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I also may be a little bit curious about meditation. I'm not going to commit to totally you know, meditating every day, but I'm at least do a little research and see what it's like. Because I, I practice yoga, and I used to sort of be able to turn off my mind when I do that, but now... I don't know. I find my mind is still racing even when I'm doing yoga. My back feels better afterwards, but I don't feel like my brain got any sort of reset. So, um, you know, as our listeners know, we live in an era dominated by rapid-paced living. And I think cultivating a daily practice of mindfulness could perhaps serve as an anchor amid the craziness of life. So... Just from my initial readings of it, it seems like the research suggests that mindfulness meditation can enhance mental well-being, reduce stress, and improve overall cognitive function. So I think it could have a ripple effect into various other facets of my life. So. I guess talking about it in this podcast will serve as some level of accountability, so I'll try to report back in a couple of months to let you know uh, how it's going all right
1: We'll make a note of that folks, and you know it's said that speaking it out rather than just thinking about it is the first step towards accountability Nate. Right? so right. best of everything, especially with the beet juice uh and um you you do you do stay pretty uh, programmed uh, between your work here and then your work teaching at Belmont and then your session work so uh, you are uh, pretty scheduled, and so I hope that the meditation um, uh, can happen as in whatever format. You, you don't have to go sit in a corner and cross your legs. It can happen while you're driving down the street, as long as you can keep one eye uh, in, uh, to oncoming traffic. But uh, um, Well, folks, uh, let's, let's go ahead and turn attention to you. Um, today's episode uh, is going to be brief, and, and we're going to do some thinking about the importance of rituals. And, um, then I'm going to leave you with a couple of questions, like we let off with the top of the episode here, of questions for you to reflect upon. Uh, now this question doesn't have as much to do about rituals, uh, as it does mindfulness, which, Annette, you've already highlighted. Um, but here's, a, here's the next question I have for you all to consider today. Who do you want to most encourage this year? I asked that on Sunday, and that one, uh, people really gravitated towards that. Because one thing it does, it gets us out of sight of ourselves and it thinks about uh, another person. And they ended up lighting candles. So we about burned the place down with so many candles being uh, lit. And so that's a great and encouraging question to consider. Who do you want to most encourage this year? So uh, and when it comes to rituals, maybe you can light a candle. Uh, uh, and 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 as you do that, you think about whether it's Joe or Fred or... Or Mary, or, um, um, Quanice, or just, and just offer that, uh, a uh, word of encouragement and, and, and thanks and praise for them. Well, folks, uh, why, don't we, um, why don't you think about uh, this question, Who Do You Most Want to Encourage, as Nate plays a piece of music. Uh, Nate, Nate, what do you have in mind for today?
2: I'll play uh, This is the Day of New Beginnings combined with Be Thou My Vision. I think that would work pretty well for uh, a New Year's podcast. Mm. Here.
1: Oh, that's a great old um, uh, this, uh, hymn uh, written by the modern hymn writer Brian Wren. It's, it's an easy one uh, to Google, Brian Wren, This is the Day of New Beginnings. Uh, and there's some great lyrics So maybe that can be used uh, Those lyrics can be used in your meditative practice Yes. So I'll be back in just a moment And uh, again the, This year is focused upon, This episode is focused upon the importance of rituals uh, I look forward to talking with you the lyrics that accompany the song that Nate just played. This is a day of new beginnings, time to remember and move on time to believe what love is bringing, laying to rest the pain that's gone. Then, then let us with the spirits daring step from the past and leave behind our disappointment, guilt and grieving seeking new paths and sure to find Brian Wren. This is the day of new beginnings. You know, um, that song is played oftentimes on new year's day in, uh, in sanctuaries, as people gather, and we, you know, gathered on New Year's Eve, and you know, in terms of the collective rituals that we do around here, um, it looks like this: uh, we we burn things, <laughs> and we light the Christ candle each each week, acknowledging uh, the the gift and grace of uh, of, of Jesus Christ. Uh, we confront. Um, what has been lost, we gather for memorial services and funerals. Uh, we pass things around, uh, such as the bread and the cup of communion, and we anoint things. Uh, baptismal font in a church reminds us of our identity that we belong to God, and when we uh, then we anoint elders to serve. So for a long time, people have come into a place with collective rituals. This passage that's read in uh, the early days of the new year, just after Christmas, where Mary and Joseph bring baby Jesus into the synagogue, returning to the temple in Jerusalem to enact the sacred birth rituals of their culture and tradition. Uh, While they're doing what is customary, uh, the unexpected occurs as a man named Simeon is led by the Spirit into the temple to proclaim Jesus as the light of revelation. And then uh, a a prophet uh, named Anna approaches them, praising God and speaking about Jesus to everyone longing for redemption. Uh, That must have been, I don't know, alarming, but also encouraging to new parents, Jesus, of, of, of new parents of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, who probably knowing the prophecy that they received, would feel weary for what lies ahead, but perhaps because of these sacred rituals and those who bear witness to them, like Simeon and Anna, they were bolstered and it gave them courage for what lies ahead. Rituals. That's on my mind. It's been on my mind in 2023. uh, Rituals that mark the sacred turning points in our lives. They can help us make meaning of celebrations and losses and transitions. This year, I've been thinking a lot about rituals, uh, had a son that was married, so there are rituals around weddings. Was trying to be intentional. Um, rituals with who I am as an individual, especially a man who is, you know, kind of um, in the 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 next chapter of life, and uh, desiring, as we all, uh, no matter where we are in our age, but desiring, uh, especially at the start of a new year, greater intentionality. So. In this episode, I want you to consider with me how um, our collective rituals, and particularly our personal practices and rituals, can root us and help us to live into new chapters with courage and intentionality. I came across a great article written by David Brooks. It was back in, he's a New York Times columnist, uh, opinion writer, written back in 2019. And he said this, and I've included this in the link, rituals provide comfort because they remind us we're not alone. Billions of people have done this before as part of the timeless passages of life. Rituals also comfort because they concretize spiritual experiences. He goes on to write, So great is our hunger for rituals that when we come upon one of the few remaining ones, weddings, bar mitzvahs, we tend to overload them and turn them into expensive, bloated versions of themselves. Between these lavish exceptions... So often, our, our, our life goes unstructured, uh, a passing flow of moments. And Nate, in, in the opening, talked about the, the rapid pace of life. Oftentimes, we don't do transitions well. We don't mark time well. And these rituals are kind of these doorway moments when we pass from one stage of life to another. And they acknowledge that these passages are not just external changes, but involve internal transformation, which I think uh, is a real opportunity for us as we start a new year for ourselves. Um, So one other thing about rituals, and that's what I hope you'll do with this podcast this morning, is that they create a pause for you. Many wise people self-consciously divide their life into chapters, and they focus on the big questions of what this, uh, this chapter is for. R- rituals encourage you to be more intentional about life. People can understand their life's meaning only if they step out of their immediate moment and see what came before them and uh, what they will leave behind when they are gone. So on the cusp of this new year, it is a good time to pause and think about the direction of your life. And to think about your habits, your practices, your rituals. It's so easy to bump along from one busy week to another without ever stopping to ponder. So here are some questions. I'll invite you to get up, uh, uh, to get into your head this morning and to, in your heart and to play around with these questions. Spend time with a question. Uh, and I'll, I'll include them uh, spelled out in the liner notes here of this episode. Um I hope you'll find maybe two to three questions of interest and that that you'll dwell on it. And then maybe be encouraged to talk with one another about it. And as uh, Nate said, that when you speak it, maybe you'll become more accountable. So here's the questions. Again, who do you want to most encourage this year? What's the most important way you will, by God's grace, try to make this year different from last year. Rituals are not just personal, but they have a collective element to it. So ask this question, what's the most helpful new way you could strengthen your your church, your assembly, or those organizations that you support? To what need or ministry will you try to give more intentional time this year? Another question is, In which spiritual discipline do you want to make progress in this year? And what will you do about it? Jesus spoke of about 12 primary spiritual disciplines or practices. Study, prayer, fasting, confession, worship, fellowship, celebration, service, generosity, self-control, disciple-making, and then he talked about rest. Don't forget about rest. That's something I can need to take to heart. And I've been thinking about, you know, mostly if you've been listening to podcasts over the last month, I've been talking about joy and the practices of joy. Uh, I came across an interesting practice uh, that Ross Gay, uh, you know, he wrote a book on inciting joy. Um, but he, uh, there's this thing about delight. That when you pay attention to something and you see something that you delight in, that you have a mindfulness about it and that you raise your finger in the head, in, in, in the air, you, with that, the, the, the forefinger there and you raise it and you say, delight. This morning, early this morning in the winter sky, in the eastern sky was the most beautiful sunrise. So when you see moments that you can delight in, Pay attention to that. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. What do you pay attention to in your life? What habit, practice, ritual around generosity, joy, peace, kindness, faithfulness, self-control would you like to establish this year? So as we consider our own lives... How can we use rituals to develop deeper roots and greater blooms of intentionality and grace and joy? I hope you'll have a good day. Here is the prayer for today. Today we pray, oh God, meet us in this moment. Meet us in our rituals, the healthy ones that anchor us and speak a word of hope. May we listen. May we draw near. May we seek you. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining East Brentwood Presbyterian Church today for music, hope, word, and prayer. To learn more about the life and ministry of EBPC, our commitment to being a Matthew 25 congregation, or to support this ministry with a financial contribution, visit us at our website, ebpctn.org or visit us on Facebook at East Brentwood PC or subscribe to our YouTube channel, EBPC Videos.